What's up, friends? It's E, and happy Wednesday. My goodness, what a week it has been. I don't know about you, but it is every bit of a Wednesday, and this deep breath could not come soon enough. Also, I am loving the Bible verses that you guys are leaving in the review section of this podcast. It's so awesome. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go to where your subscribe for this podcast is on on iTunes or if you listen to Spotify. I don't know if they have that option, but I do know they have it for iTunes. If you scroll down a little bit in the review section, let us know what Bible verse keeps you motivated through the work week or some words of encouragement that you can leave there as well. And even how we can be praying for you. You guys are the best. We love being connected and we love having you be a part of this. So without further ado, let's jump into the good news. The word this week is 27, and it's mostly because we're looking at Psalm 27, to be honest. If you've read through Psalms before, I challenge you to read it this time from a renewed perspective and with a fresh pair of eyes. Some quick background on this psalm. The author is King David, and there's multiple parts to these verses that essentially make it feel like like as if it's two separate psalms that were somehow pieced together, but there's a reason for that. So briefly, first, if you're familiar with the book of Psalms, you without a doubt have noticed that a majority of them are written during various trials or tribulations and even triumphant moments in David's life. Before I read this psalm, there are a few things I want you to keep an ear out for, and feel free to write them down or reflect on them, whether that's during this podcast or even afterwards. But in the first part of Psalm 27, David expresses his deep and proven confidence in God, which is highlighted by his cry out for God's continued presence in his life. That might sound like an easy thing to do, but the reality of it all is that while writing this, David was up hard against his enemies as they were surrounding him, and he could have easily cursed God, but instead he reminded himself, and us for that matter within his writings, that God is his light and his salvation, and with the Lord's strength in your life, there is no one to fear. So mark this point. We are not fearless in faith because we were born that way. Let's just be honest with ourselves. It's almost the exact opposite of that. We are fearless in our faith because we have an understanding of God's strength and his sovereign ways and have experienced it in time and time and time again. The reason why David makes it a point to say that God is his stronghold is because there were so many times when David was forced to either lean on God or to choose the exact opposite route, which would most likely lead to death. The truth of God's strength is only learned during times of vulnerability. Hear me out on this. When you're in a position of strength and overflowing worldly confidence, you rely on yourself, which is very easy to do. When you're weak and helpless, you learn to rely on God. And there's nothing wrong with being confident. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's what you root your confidence in that can be the issue. That's the route David took with his back up against the wall with his enemies. Not once, not one time in this darkness does David ask God to harm his enemies. Can you imagine? David's aim was so much higher than that. David's aim was not his enemies. And I think that's something we need to take a look at within our own lives and our own hearts. Don't hand the knife to your enemies to stab you. Don't feed fire and fuel to your enemies' tactics and ways, but instead shift your aim on God and God alone to bring light to your own life. Do not focus your time and your ways on plotting vengeance against your enemies. Instead, I challenge you to put the things and people you cannot control, especially your enemies, and do what David did. Reclaim your power. Put them in God's hands. Your mental focus is so much greater and powerful and should be aimed at the good things of this world and ultimately how you can dwell even more in the house of the Lord. 
So take note of that as you listen to this psalm. Another point to write about if you're reflecting on this after we read it is how David asks God for guidance on how to handle the things he cannot control. What a solid reminder that we might have our limitations, but thank goodness we serve a God that has none. And finally, the third point while listening to this psalm is to recognize how David's perspective changed from the beginning of the psalm to the end. I think this is really interesting because I I know this has happened to me before. Have you ever been praying to God about something and then before you close out the prayer, you find yourself in a completely different mental space than when you started it? Where the prayer that started out as distress and crying out to God turned into gratitude and joy? Talk about a humble moment. This bleeds into the encouragement that David leaves the reader at the end. And what is that encouragement? Fearless faith. Psalm 27. The Lord is my revelation light to guide me along the way. He's the source of my salvation to defend me every day. I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run. For Lord, you surround and protect me. When evil ones come to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back. My heart will not be afraid. Even if an army rises to attack, I know that you are there for me, so I will not be shaken. Here's the one thing that I crave from God, the one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer. In his shelter in the day of trouble, that's where you'll find me. For he hides me there in his holiness. He has smuggled me into his secret place where I'm kept safe and secure, out of reach from all of my enemies. Triumphant now, I'll bring him my offerings of praise, singing and shouting with ecstatic joy. Yes, listen, and you can hear the fanfare of my shouts of praise to the Lord. God, hear my cry. Show me your grace. Show me your mercy and send the help I need. Lord, when you said to me, seek my face, my inner being responded, I'm seeking your face with all my heart. So don't hide yourself, Lord, when I come to find you. You're the God of my salvation. How can you reject your servant in anger? You've been my only hope. So don't forsake me now when I need you. My father and mother abandoned me. I'm like an orphan, but you took me in and made me yours. Now teach me all about your ways and tell me what to do. Make it clear for me to understand, for I am surrounded by waiting enemies. Don't let them defeat me, Lord. You can't let me fall into their clutches. They keep accusing me of things I've never done while they plot evil against me. Yet I totally trust you to rescue me one more time so that I can see once again how good you are while I'm still alive. Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave, courageous, and never lose hope. And yes, keep on waiting, for he will never disappoint you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we come to you with outstretched arms and open hearts. We are by no means perfect, and in all honesty, we're the exact opposite of that. Forgive us when we fall short, and protect us from our enemies. Though it might seem like war is breaking out amongst us, give us a peace of heart and mind as we are reminded that you are our light, our salvation, our strength, and that our heart does not need to fear because we are the children of a fearless God. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thanks for joining us today. I hope that these words encouraged and challenged you and postured your heart for the rest of the week ahead. Feel free to share this episode with your friends, family, or on your social media. And in the review section, let us know how we can be praying for you. We're so grateful to have you join us right here every Wednesday on Midweek Rise Up.